finish cleaning. No, up I want to. No, let's get, let's get this on the record. <laughs> okay. All right. So the question put to me was, why didn't I pick up the? Uh, why didn't you finish cleaning up after that project like I asked you to? Right. And what was what answer other than I forgot to? Are you anticipating or expecting? Uh, no answer, but. Mm-hmm. Maybe asking a question feels nicer than being like, but see, this is things people do to kids a lot of times, like Mm -hmm. especially uh, kids that have that don't have a necessarily have a facility to elucidate to uh, to, you know, uh, interrogate the reasons they do Mm. things. So you're saying as my partner, I should acknowledge you have the brain of a child. Yes. Treat me as a child. Great. Yes. That is what every woman wants to hear from her partner. <laughs> right. I know. Hands down. Yeah. Infantilize yeah. me, please. Oh, yeah. That's what we love. Uh, just to and hear. looking for a woman to infantilize me. No, uh-huh. I'm was just commenting on, like, you know, is this a question? Right. It, I mean, that's the thing. Is like, is this a question? It's a rhetorical it's question. It's not it, because it's, yeah, it's a rhetorical question, i.e., you're trying to soften just like saying oh pick that thing up except for like barely because i ask it like why didn't you finish picking up that yeah project? all right okay uh welcome to my girlfriend begrudgingly uh reads dune, dune, um, dune i just dune. i don't know why i wanted to have uh why i wanted a to have that dis- quarrel a couple's quarrel on the record Ugh, but... yeah what is wrong with you I don't, do you want to have another couple's quarrel right now oh dear uh, we do have other things to call Coral about? No, I'm good. Hashtag Corona Coral. Oh, is that a thing? I bet. I bet it is. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't thought about it. I mean, I told you that I uh, recently started the podcast's Twitter, and I haven't been, I've been trying to quarantine myself from Twitter mm-hmm. because it's, you know, kind of a toxic place, but. Uh, you can't social distance on Twitter. Yeah. Well, All those tweets are so close to each other. Uh. But the thing is, with the Twitter, I've only been following Dune-specific people and things. Yeah. Like, I even tried to follow, you know, uh, I tr- well, I'll just say it. I tried to follow Patton Oswalt mm-hmm. because he's a very funny guy. He's one of my favorite comedians, and he likes science fiction and stuff. So mm-hmm. I thought maybe he would be something that are the, the persona of the Dune girlfriend mm-hmm. podcast, mm-hmm. even though you're not the Dune girlfriend would be someone to interact with but he was just like you know politics 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 which is something i'm trying to like kind of at least keep separate from the business mm-hmm. of of playing with this podcast the business the, of this the business thing, end of the podcast the business end of this thing we do for fun mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um but it was very refreshing once i excised him i trimmed that little thread of knowledge mm-hmm. then it was all just dune and i was like this is great I love. Sounds like a nightmare. I love what's going on with Dune. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dune, and there's new, there's other Dune podcasts I've got to listen to. I'm mm-hmm. just, I'm excited for mm-hmm. this whole like, whoosh, 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 Duneiverse, you mm-hmm. know, like mm-hmm. the the world mm-hmm. at large of talking about Dune. Um, Great! I'm so glad that you have that. <laughs> yeah, that's you could really have it exciting too. For you, I could give you the. Uh, you know, I don't really Twitter or tweet or tweeter. You, I know. Uh, so we're at my underscore dune, by the way. At my underscore dune. I didn't pick the at my underscore. I didn't pick that. 
I, I think I... Oh, my Dune. Oh, I like that. My Dune. My Dune. It's my Dune. Yeah. My Dune. It's like... See, my, my Dune. My Dune. I'm so offended. I'm just a lovely southern lady. Your Dune is... My, my Dune. Dune. My Dune. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you ever make up your own your dicks, my dicks? No, but I think I mix them up all the time. I feel like that was something... I mean, I well, I don't feel like. I know that was something that I used to in the early 2000s sit around with my friends doing mm-hmm, was mm-hmm. was you know my friend has a, a funny story about that song but oh, yeah. i won't tell it because it's his story and i wanted to have it mm. okay i think i'm gonna move the microphone closer to you perhaps because i feel like we are hardly kidding any- oh yeah know. and you know i'm just like one of these swallowy voice people you are a swallowy voice person you sound exactly like a swallow you're like mm-hmm. i try to project but i feel like when i listen to how i sound on the podcast it's like i'm talking in the back of my throat the whole time well you go you do kind of have a way of talking in the you've got a um which 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 uh lady from sex in the city am i being right now Ooh, I'm gonna. I'm being Kim, Kim Cattrall. That's mm-hmm. what it is. You've got a Kim yeah. Cattrall way of talking. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. You're such a Samantha. I don't know. Should I try? What? How? How do I do it better? How do I do different? How do I? To, to, should we do diction? Lessons? I don't want you to do it any differently. I love the way you talk. Oh, you, we're going a real Ira Glass angle. Here. No, I'm going to use engineering controls to to encap to yeah. capture what you do. Like I'm going to move. You don't need to change. The setup needs to change. I'm glad you love the way I talk. So ever since we started doing this podcast, mm-hmm. and I hear what I sound like on the podcast, uh-huh. very candidly, then like now whenever I'm in meetings or other conversations, I'm like, how does anybody take me seriously? But that's just how everyone feels about their own voice. Maybe. Maybe. But I just mean, feel yeah. like I sound like this sassy, pissed off bitch, like... 24-7. Well, you are a sassy, pissed-off bitch 24-7. And that's, that's great. That's rude. It's, no, it's good. What's wrong? I mean, it, bitch... I try the, not to be a bitch. I, in the good way. You know, yeah. not not in the not in the way that the patriarchy has mm. led us to believe that, like that the is a negative. Yeah. The word, bitch. Yeah, yeah, you know, you're in the, the BAB kind of way. Mm-hmm. The, the um, HBIC way. Well, yeah, but I do like to be nice. But Badass bitch, head bitch in charge is what I'm for. As I've told you before, like one time I was talking to my friend and I was like, hey, you know how it's like easier to like be a bitch, but then you just like try to be nice. And she was like, no, I don't. I don't really know what you're talking about. So I think the secret that I try not to let get out is that I might just be a bitch deep mm-hmm. down inside. Uh, you have said this to me before. Yeah. This has been a thing you're concerned about. And, um, I think you feel that perhaps you were in high school more of an abrasive person or something. Uh, you have, uh, you have high school trauma. We don't have to get uh-huh. into. Yeah. As do I. Uh-huh. As does, I, ho- uh-huh. hopefully everyone. Um, you want everybody to have trauma? You have hope you, everybody Have you trauma? met these people that are like, high school was a blast. I love every, I loved every minute I of it. I think that's like all my friends. Oh, yeah. That's true. <laughs> or could be true. I don't know. Uh, but I, yeah, I don't. That was not my experience. I don't have that. And I feel. That's a tick. 
That is a thistle. Sean has a tick on him. Ah! Oh my god. Ah. Do I have ticks on me? It's from our thing. Oh, oh fuck. My god. Emergency. Shit. God damn it. Shit. Have we? Christ we need to get better about tick checks. Oh, we got to tick check. It's tick season, oh, baby. Oh fuck. Oh man. We have not been doing I tick think we checks need to, at all. I think we might need to stop the podcast and take care of this. All right, we gotta do a tick check. Yeah, we gotta do a tick check. Okay, we're back. Sorry, everybody. Uh, we are. We're tick free. We... we had to look at each other's buttholes. <laughs> it's gross. Oh. Yeah, okay. Sorry. I mean, some people like looking at each other's buttholes. No, no, it's not my thing. Yeah, we're just not really a butthole peeping kind of couple. Yeah, I'm glad you definitely. I'm definitely glad you brought it to that level immediately. <laughs> I'm not sure everybody needed that. <laughs> um, well, how else do you do a tech check? Well, I was just going to say that we're clean, uh-huh. verified. Just had one on the outside of my pants because we went hiking in the woods mm-hmm. or walking. We weren't in yeah. high brush or anything, so yeah. I don't know where that guy came from. Anyways. Anyway. Let's get to the dune of yeah. it all. Sure. Um, done. Some some people call it Mark Marining, where you talk about the thing that you're not supposed to talk about or that you're not, that's not the subject of the show mm. at the beginning of the podcast because that's what Mark Marin does. Mm-hmm. You know, he talks about his life and stuff, the stuff like people don't really want to hear about. I, yeah, I don't know. There's like that theory, right? Because, my, you know, one of my favorite podcasts is My Favorite Murder and they always talk about like the fast forwarders or whatever, the skippers. Mm, the skippers. And I sort of feel like, you know, I like the murder stories, but honestly, I pay more attention to them just bantering. What about when you listen to Mark Maron, though? I don't. Oh, yeah. But if you did, would you listen to him talk about his cats and his BMs and his It's just like him sitting life? there. To- I don't know. I'm, you know, we try to listen to... I'm sure there are people that are there to- for it, but... We tried to listen to that one podcast that was just, like, one guy talking the whole time, and I was like, ugh, all I can think about is how much this guy loves the sound of his own voice. And, you know, I probably shouldn't talk because, as we've acknowledged... You hate the sound of your own voice. Well, I hate the sound of my own voice, but I do find myself really funny. You do. You think think you are hilarious. I just made a new trailer of, like, some fun bits of the show to like put at the front sizzle reel a sizzla yeah, a sizzla sizzla and uh Caitlin was like let me say it and then she listened to it and she was just laughing the whole time mm-hmm. and she was like I guess I really am the star of the show well I'm the girl I'm the dune girlfriend yes, you are the titular girlfriend mm-hmm. hmm. emphasis on the well anyways emphasis on the hmm dune we list we reread two chapters because there was a short one short boy. and there was a and there, and there was Regular a long boy. boy. But it was they were fit together very nicely mm-hmm. because they were both dealing yeah, with the same, same thing. thing. Okay. Yeah. So can we get it let's get into the recap. Recap I think we stole that. I think that was Ricola, but uh, No, is like Ricola. Yeah, okay. So we kind only kinda stole it. Okay. Anyway, uh, okay, so um, Paul's like in his bed and he's like, haha, I faked him out. Yeah, he's doing that thing where he pretends to be asleep again. Wait, he's done that before? Yeah, he did that at the very in the very first chapter whenever Jessica and the... the, the... Uh, he loves to pretend to be asleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he's doing it again. But this time it worked. Yeah, well, because Dr. Yue had slipped him a Mickey, mm-hmm. and uh, he... Gave him a set-a-give. 
Yeah, and then he was like, I'm just going to pretend to take this yeah. and pretend to sleep. And he was like, haha, I tricked him. Because he wanted to go exploring. Yep. Yeah, and and that's when the design inspo came in. Uh-huh. There's because, a lot of design inspo. Yeah, because he was talking about his really ornately carved um, bed headboard mm-hmm. with, like, a fish jumping out of the water. Mm-hmm. But really, it conceals, like, a bunch of controls that make different things happen in the Yeah, room. it's like if you swipe on the moon, it, mm-hmm. like, turn, makes the controls the heating or the lights. If you touch yeah. the fish's eyeball, it calls for a servant or all this other i'm definitely into that idea Mm -hmm. i'd be into that kind of thing which is concealing controls for the room that like you have to know about somebody has to tell you oh poke the fish and wiggle his tail and that's how you Mm. control the glow globes in the room oh yeah it is like it's 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 unique to the room yeah it's not a standardized thing, and right. it's, it, which would also help if you're like entertaining and you don't want people to like fuck with the lights or fuck with mm. the stereo. Be, you know, it's good point. Yeah, if know. we bring it to like right. current, yep. Mm, it's like see this dolphin. Of... This dolphin on the wall is beautiful, but it also controls. Uh, yes. The, it controls and for the, the listener, series. I don't actually have a dolphin on the wall. No. I just want everyone to know that because. All right. I'm not really a dolphin on the wall kind of person. Okay, I was just. I'm like a Highland cow on the I wall was kind imp- of person. Yeah, I was improving, and mm-hmm. you're no budding, and that's fine. Well, I just want to preserve. I want to preserve my design cred. Okay, got it. Um, and speaking of which, we so we typically do the podcast in our bed, in yep. our room, and mm-hmm. I'm getting used to using words like "our." Mm-hmm. This doesn't quite roll off the tongue yet. Right. Um, but you don't want me here. No, I love having you here, but I'm not used to sharing mm-hmm. my life with somebody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a lovely thing. Oh, great. Yeah. Um, and uh, Sean recently replaced a ceiling fan in our bedroom. Mm-hmm. Couple things I want to say about it. First of all, it gives off a lot more light. Yeah. Because it's also a light fixture. It's a whole different vibe than the for, pre- the, for the pause. Yeah. It's like a bright lights, big city kind of vibe mm-hmm. now. Um, second of all, the pull chains on the ceiling fan, one of them has a light bulb on it, the other one has a fan on it. Yeah. And like, why did it take mm-hmm. ceiling fan technology so long to get to this point? I 100% agree with you. I think it's valuable to point that out, even if it takes away from discussing Dune, because that's always the thing about ceiling fans is like, which one do you pull to do the thing? And you just have to test <laughs> you, it. And you, just and have to you try. like think that you remember, okay, like every time you do it, like, yeah. okay, the longer one is this and the shorter one is that, but mm-hmm. you never The one coming out of remember. the middle is this because. Yeah, it's close to the lights, or it's yeah. the one coming out the side. Does this, you know, and you yeah. just have to try it because you're always yeah. fucking wrong. Right, right. You can't be wrong with this thing. I love that about it. It's also very cute. Mm-hmm. It uh, replaced just a, you know, this was an aesthetic uh, switcheroo, and mm-hmm. uh, I'm very pleased with it. Yeah, you had you had the sort of old timey. It just was look. like distasteful. It was yeah. a white. It was still it was white, dated. but it was kind of yeah. yeah. Um, it was a little bit fussy. It was kind of that fussy ugh, marm. Yeah, totally. It was a fussy marm. Kind it was of. a fussy marm. And this is not quite modern, but not quite not modern. I think it was described as farmhouse, of course. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah it was JoJo. It's mm-hmm. it's a chip and JoJo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see but that. But it's, that being said, you know, a ceiling fan's a ceiling fan. You right. can't, like, get that. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. So now that you've destroyed all momentum. <laughs> moving on from my ceiling fan. Mm-hmm. 
our ceiling fan. Yeah. Excuse me. What happens? What um, happens okay, maybe? so Sean is pretending. No, Paul is pretending to sleep in the bed. Hey, if you want to call <laughs> Paul Sean and like equate the two of us, not. Not not into it. So I mean, yeah. Sometimes when I think of you, I picture you as Kyle McLaughlin. So, no, just kidding. I I am flattered. <laughs> Kyle McLaughlin on Twitter today did a thing where it was like half him and half sexy legs because mm. that's like a thing that's happening right now. Mm. And I was just like, I mean, well, yeah, Wait, obviously, like sexy lady legs. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because when I heard that, I pictured some beefy boy legs. Beefy boy legs, like mine. Yeah. Yeah, like your beefy boy legs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I, I just looked at that and I was like, well, yeah, Kyle McLaughlin probably has sexy legs. I, There's nothing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. I'd be into it. Yeah, sure. Okay. So anyway. um, What's going on with Paul in this bed? Paul's in the bed. He's pretending to sleep, sleep, as we've noted several times now. We've described the headboard. And the reason that I keep coming back to this scenario, it feels important, is because what happens after it, really, mm-hmm. you got to know this. Mm-hmm. So he's like, all right, well, you know, they left. I'm going to get up and, like, go exploring now or whatever. I think maybe mm-hmm. he's, like, going over to a closet or yeah. something. He gets up, and then the headboard comes down, down. Mm-hmm. and uh, some kind of... This little spiky weapon thing like silver, shoots out. Yeah, it comes out. It's like a sliver, and mm-hmm. the whole thing with it is it has to be controlled by somebody who's on the property. Who's close by, yeah. Yeah, but it is what it's doing is seeking out motion. Mm-hmm. So when... He knows what it is. He's seen these he's, Yeah, he's very prepared because for Because a this. Duke's son has to know about tools, common tools of assassination, right. which this is. It's called a hunter-seeker, I believe. Yes. So he stands perfectly, perfectly, perfectly still. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what do I do? But he's also, like, not really freaking out that much. Mm. He's kind of just like, okay, like, I've prepared for this. So, But he's Does like, he do the... I don't think he does. He doesn't do the... Uh, he doesn't do the litany against fear right now. I don't think I don't no. remember that. that. No, but he doesn't. But yeah. go ahead. So then he's staying there perfectly still, kind of thinking about this, whatever. And then the shout out, Mapes. Mm-hmm. She comes in and like right at the moment, basically, like he like catches it mm-hmm. and then he turns around and, and sees slam- and yeah. oh no, he doesn't slam it. Oh, he does slam it into Slams the wall. Slams it into the wall. Slams it into the wall. Crushing the head. Yeah. And he thinks to himself before that, he's like, there's a suspensor field on the bottom, That's which is, I guess, how it floats, right? Mm-hmm, he's mm-hmm. like, it's going to be slippery on the bottom. I have to account for that. Which I love that kind of thing where, do you ever do that? I, maybe I even learned to kind of think this way from this passage. Mm. Is like, before you're going to do a tricky... You know, a tricky thing with your body, you have to think about like, okay, I'm, ant- I'm I need to anticipate what this is going to be like to grab this thing. I think I did this with a chinchilla one time. I was like, this chinchilla is super soft and it's super wiggly, so I have to hold it like firmly if no. I'm going to actually hold this thing. You and I have... grabbed the chinchilla yeah. and my friend was like, you're holding that chinchilla too hard. And I was like, okay, I have to get, get, let it go. Mm. And yeah, I think you the chinchilla squeaked. You have way more down. like tactile mechanical instinct than I do. I mean, well, I'm a lot more. Do you and think so? that's why I love having you around mm. because you do think about those things where I'm just like, I don't know, do this, mm. do that, try this, I don't know, whatever. I like know? to work with my hands. Yes, for sure. Okay, well that's interesting. 
So then shout out Mapes shout out. is like, uh, oh, you saved my life. And mm-hmm. he's like, I saved both of our lives. Yep. And uh, then she's like, well, you know, this isn't surprising because we think that you have a traitor among you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, she says, she says, you could have let it kill me. You didn't. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. You know, like that could have been the, that could have been one solution to this problem. Is oh, just it's let like this. She... But I don't think he even noticed her before he caught it. Did he? No, he knew she was coming in. He didn't, oh. He's seen her before. He keeps calling her a creature uh-huh. several times. Yeah. Which is an interesting like choice of words, I thought. Mm-hmm. He's like, what is this creature? Mm-hmm. Because she's a weird-looking person, or she's, she's unusual He hasn't looking. seen her yeah. much of she's her a little, type before. She's a yeah. shriveled prune lady. She's a Fremen, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so go ahead. She's got the blue eyes. Mm-hmm. That's basically all that happens in those few pages. Well, she says, you have a water debt. I have a water debt and oh, yeah. I don't want to keep this. And he's like, yeah. what's a water debt? And then he thinks, I think he thinks about it. And he's like, I, I think I know what that means. Mm-hmm. And she's like, so she has to do with their blood. She's, she's like, said, I don't want to have this holding over me. Water. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't want to have this holding over me. So I'm telling you, you have a traitor. We don't mm. know who it is. We oh, know. I didn't realize that that's why she did we it. We know you have, there's a traitor. Uh-huh. And so I'm going to tell you about it. We don't know who it is, but. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then, so the next chapter. Oh my another god! Another good chapter. I knew you were gonna love oh, it. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a spiral stair- staircase at the end of a hallway mm-hmm. that leads up to an ovular, an oval door, mm-hmm. oval she's shaped like, door. She's like oval door. What a weird choice. Yeah, weird choice. So she. Oh, and it's Jessica. Is she? Yes, Jessica. And so she's like, I'm gonna check this out. And mm-hmm. then she goes up to it. Doesn't have a handle, so she's like, Oh, it's a palm. You have to open it with your palm. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Oh, well, you know. So you would assume like it has to be somebody's specific palm. Mm-hmm. But she's like, I've got Bene Gesserit ways of yeah, opening. Yeah, she knows how to beat one of these things. Palm she's like, locks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so she does a shwee, 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 like a shwoopty, shwoopty, shwee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And. Cosine. Yep. And she gets that door open. And uh, then she's, oh, she gets in there and she's like, oh, it looks like somebody tried to prop this open. Yeah. But then forgot and let it close. And she saw the mark of Thufur Hawat. On the prop. On the prop, Mentat yeah. Master of Assassins. She's like, okay, this is Thufur's thing. Yeah, so like he had to have checked this out. Mm-hmm. And then the, then the next door is an airlock. And she's like, oh, that's weird. Yeah. Or like the next door has like a big, whatever. She identifies this yeah. space as an as airlock. An airlock. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um. So she's like, why would there be an airlock? So then she gets that door open and she goes into what's essentially like a, yeah, it's like, it's like a solarium, but like a greenhouse. It's like, it sounds like a botanical garden Mm -hmm. and we love botanical gardens. Totally. So I was like, ooh, this sounds really lovely. And And what's special about the light? Is that it's yellow. It's mm -hmm. filtered. Like a, yeah, like a proper yellow sun. And so that's what allows the plants to grow. Mm. The interesting thing to me was like, how do you, how have you seen the outside of the building and not known that this is there? But whatever. I think it, that's a good point. What I would say is, is this building is probably super, super big. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's not a spoiler that as we go along in mm-hmm. the stories, the buildings just keep it getting bigger, yo. Mm-hmm. And, I think this one was just like super big to begin with. Mm-hmm. 
So then she sees a pad of like of paper, mm-hmm. and it has a note for her. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's actually oh, can I say that there, there's also yeah. a fountain. A fountain. Yeah, there's I, a fountain. I said it that way to make fun of yeah, you. There's yeah. a fountain, uh-huh. which is how I say it. Fountain. Fountain. Yeah. Isn't that what I just said? Fountain. No, you. I said fountain, and you made fun of. The fount, me saying fountain mm-hmm. by saying fountain, mm-hmm. but that's how you would say it. Uh-huh. And I, I was say saying, it, yeah, you say fountain, mm-hmm. fountain, <laughs> and I say fountain. Mm-hmm. Nobody pronounces the T, but mm-hmm. except for British people, certain British people. Mm-hmm. Moving on, yes, yeah. it's important to note there's a fountain. Yes, fountain, a fountain, a fountain. Mm. Okay, anyway. So, uh, she sees this note, and it the note says something significant. What I, does it say? I will... It's like, oh, <clears throat> something about temptation and danger. It says, to the Lady Jessica, may this place give you as much pleasure as it has given me. Please permit the room to convey a lesson we learned from the same teachers. The proximity of a desirable thing tempts one to overindulgence. On that path lies danger. My kindest wishes, Margot, Lady Fenring. All right, so Jessica gets... So there's a few things going on in this note. First of all, that's the previous occupant of Mm -hmm. this uh, compound or whatever. Mm -hmm. And Jessica's like, okay, so she's also a Bene Gesserit. Mm -hmm. Um, And like, she feels like there's a coded message in the note. Apparently, so anytime a Bene Gesserit writes or says to another Bene Gesserit, on that path lies danger. Mm, mm-hmm. They that's they're bound it says here, the visible note contained the code the code phrase every Bene Gesserit not bound by a school injunction was required to give another Bene Gesserit when conditions demand it. And that message Are you is fun of me again? Nope. On that path lies danger. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So she's like, okay, so this note is not the note. Like, yeah. this is not the actual thing she wants to communicate right. to me. There's something else around here that's going to be the actual thing that so she wants to communicate. So she's feeling around. Yeah. She's, she's like, like, what's this? What's that? Yeah, she's trying to figure it out. She's like, did what's his name move the thing? Whatever. Yeah. So then she realizes there's like a leaf mm-hmm. hanging over the note. Mm-hmm. And somehow... There's like a long ass like essay that she's able to read from like the raised dots on the back of this. Leaf. Yeah, and at one point, she's like, because the first thing that the long ass essay and raised dots on the leaf is your son and your son and the duke are in immediate danger. And as soon as she reads that, she's like, hey! and she's like, nope, got to keep reading the dots on the leaf. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and it just keeps going and going. But the basic gist is that um, she doesn't know the exact nature of the menace. It's got something to do with a bed, mm-hmm. right? And the the that's that's for Paul. Mm-hmm. And the threat to your duke involves defection of a trusted companion or lieutenant. The H, which is the Harkonnens, obviously, plan to give you as a gift to a minion. Ooh, can I say something that I that I read on Twitter that I think is at the back of the book somewhere, but sure. that is interesting to me. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, the Atreides do, you know, um, Paul and all them, that somebody was saying, somebody on Twitter was saying that they are descended from Greek, from Greeks, like a mm-hmm. long time ago. Mm-hmm. 
and then somebody else was and then they were saying that the Harkonnens are supposed to be descended from Finnish people mm. because which makes sense because Harkonnen knowing what I know uh, about Finnish the Finnish language from my mom's boyfriend ex-boyfriend mm. Kale mm-hmm. uh, Harkonnen sounds a lot like Antonin mm. like Avamparin like that's a Finnish mm-hmm. sounding name mm-hmm. and I, I guess Atreides sounds Greek Valkyrin yeah so I thought that was like that was just interesting to me but mm-hmm. the other thing is like this is 10,000 years in the future so how like Greek or Finnish could anybody be after right. like going from going to a million planets good point you know anyways yeah. I just thought that was interesting so and that's basically she reads this note and I feel like it's basically like no sooner is she done reading this note than mm-hmm. Paul rushes into this room yeah that's yeah, that's exactly the next thing that happens and uh, he's got the thingamajigger in his hand mm-hmm. and he sees the th- fountain and he like puts it in the fountain because he knows it's like electronic and yeah. he's trying to short circuit sure, sure. it and his mom's like immerse it like yeah. dunk it give yeah. it a dunk mm-hmm so then who comes in uh, oh shadow uh, is it well yeah. they have a whole conversation yeah, keep going, keep going, keep going. they have a whole conversation jessica's like oh here's you know at first she's like should i tell him what the leaf dot said and mm-hmm. then she like tells him what the leaf dot said because of some exchange some exchange i have makes her decide to do that yeah and they're and they're starting to think okay because the guy you can never remember thu for hawat Mintat it's not master. that I can't remember it. It's that I refuse to say that. Oh, yeah. That, it's too nerdy. That makes sense with your character. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's consistent. Uh-huh. Um, Thuf, is there worried that, like, Thufer, is is he the betrayer, you mm-hmm, know? Mm-hmm. And then think about it. Because that would be, that would suck. Because right, they really right. like him. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, so they're having this whole conversation. And mm-hmm. then shout out, shout out, Mapes comes back in. Uh, yes. And she's like, oh, these dudes were here to see you. Mm-hmm. And then the dudes come in, or one of the dudes comes in, and he's like, we're exploring the thing. Yeah, she's, she said that, um, she said, um, these these dudes came, they said, the Duke wants to see Paul. Mm-hmm. They had the signet, they had the Duke's signet ring, and 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 one other thing that, that, yeah. that was, like, correct, so... And uh, then one of these, uh, what do you call it, Goo- these hired goons of the Duke comes. Goons. Hired yeah. goons. Yeah. Comes in and is like, we thought we'd explore the whole place. And then mm-hmm. uh, they determined that the person who was controlling this little seeky, hidey seeky, yeah. hunty seeky, uh, was um, hiding in like a pile of rocks. That's not what it's actually called. But they say a cairn, yeah. which is, oh, it is I, what yeah. I know so is a pile of rocks. It's hiding in a pile of rocks in the basement. Because you go hiking for like two months, and they're like they're like go from one cairn to the next. Yeah. And I'm always like go from one cairn to the next. <laughs> like there's yeah, a bunch of ladies named funny. Karen. Yeah. That's funny. My. Uh, uh, I work for someone named Karen. Mm-hmm. Karen, her last C-A-I-R-N-E, name is Karen. C A I R N, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my. I can't. I just giggle to myself when I'm hiking, like so hard about going from one Karen to the next. That's hilarious. It's hilarious to me. I yeah. know it's not hilarious to you or the listener, but. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So this guy's been hiding in a pile of oh, rocks, rocks for yeah. like two months. I mean, what else he's could been it be? There like, could only be peeing a... in jars or whatever. Yeah, they say he's been in there for a month. It looked he looked like he had been in there for a yeah, month. Yeah, yeah. Which fucking gross. sucks. Yeah, that's right? gross. Why would you do that? I can't. 
this is another thing where it's like I don't care how much you love the Harkonnens mm-hmm. or anybody. I'm not gonna fucking sit in a mm-hmm. in a pile of rocks for a month. All right. Anybody. So have we pretty much recapped the recap? Because I do have a reflection I've been thinking about that I really want to share. Yeah, go for it. I mean, yeah, the yeah, yeah, we're pretty much done. Go for All it. All right. So I've been thinking about the way that you and I feel about scary movies. Okay. We have very different feelings. This has been some drama lately, yes. I wouldn't call it drama. Okay. Our version of drama. Yeah. Let's be very clear that our version of drama is like mild discomfort mm-hmm. and then we just love each other again. Sure. So So far. <laughs> hey. <laughs> don't be fatalistic. Um so yeah, so like Sean's thing with scary movies is they make him uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and he just really wants to resolve that discomfort like Mm -hmm. he wants to like talk about what we think is gonna happen why this is happening and why that's happening and I feel pretty much the opposite where I'm like I don't want to think about it I don't want to talk about it I want to like live in this discomfort I want to be along for the ride I want to like ride I want to ride this discomfort hard yeah um and so I think that that is part of the reason that I am like, like the last time you were like, oh, this chapter is so interesting. And I was like, no, this chapter is boring. I think it's because I was like, oh, it's like laying everything out on the table. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, it's like. I would uh, say it's, it's lim- setting the table. It's limited omniscient. Mm-hmm. So you're like, you know what everybody in the chapter is thinking. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I know who's turning on who and who, and you know, in this, like the, these chapters, it's like, oh, there's a traitor. Oh, there's this and there's, and it's like, well, we already know who it is. I'm like, so like, where's the mystery? Mm-hmm. I want to be like strung along a little bit. Give me a big reveal. I want a twist, mm-hmm. you know? I want to say so many things right now. Number one, I've been thinking about the choice that the author made about, of doing limited omniscient. And, you know, how different, how, you know, that's kind of an unusual thing. Uh, you don't read a lot of pick of books that are limited omniscient. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my, but Third some of my, person limited omniscient some of my favorite books have been that way. Uh, mm-hmm. Lonesome Dove. If mm-hmm. you haven't read it, fucking go out and read it. It's great. Um, Larry McMurtry. Um, but like most books you read are like Harry Potter where, you know, you only know what Harry's thinking or mm-hmm. uh, first person omniscient. First, no, third person, Thir- third first- person limited. Third person, you only hear the thoughts of one person. Yeah. Whatever you call that. Yeah, whatever. Any hoodle, patoodle. What was your thing? It just gives so much away up front. What am I waiting for? What am I excited about? Nothing. I already know everything that's going on. On the other hand, in this chapter, uh, were you, were you going to do a turn on that? No, I don't know. Somebody put a thingy in and trying to kill... I mean, we already know the Harkonnens are trying to kill them. It's just some Harkonnen ally, whatever. I don't know. There's just, like, there was nothing here that I was like, oh my god, what's gonna happen? I'm like, no, I pretty much... Where is this fucking story going? No, I don't feel like where is this fucking story going. It's like, I get... Yeah, like, it's all been revealed to me already. Mm -hmm. I already know who's gonna turn on who. Who's turning on who. Who's doing... You know, it's like, I'm just like, what? Give me some suspense here. Okay, so... If there's this, this brings up an interesting thing to me. 
because what I'm going to ask you now is, okay, so tell me what the rest of the book is going to be. If, you know, because you have, because you have, right now what you're feeling, which is a valid feeling, is that there's no suspense, there's no drama, because you feel like the whole story is already laid out to you. So what is that story to you? To me, it's like basically the Atreides are like going along trying to figure out how the Harkonnens are attacking them. Mm -hmm. Like what like what they're going to do now that they've like lured them into this trap. And mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm like possibly other things could happen, but still, I just feel like so much is given away mm -hmm. so quickly. Um. So this is I what I'm I'm not trying to be like, oh, I'm going to get you and like you're going to be so wrong. Mm -hmm. um, this isn't gotcha journalism. This isn't gotcha journalism. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to ask you what magazines you read. Mm -hmm. uh, you're not going to ask me about the name of like Middle Eastern leaders. No, no, no. Not, I'm not doing that. What I'm but I what I'm because what one of the things that I love about doing this with you is I know what's going to happen. You don't know what's going to happen, which, you know, is how I prefer to be. Yeah, and I but I but I'm enjoying but, but I'm enjoying watching reading the story through your eyes. Mm -hmm. It's kind of um, like and here's another thing you don't give a shit about is the Matrix, right? Mm -hmm. But I love I've always well, thought about. Well, I don't I don't give no shit about the Matrix. But you, I think, did you see it in theaters? Uh, I don't think so. No. Because the 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 fun thing about the Matrix, but and I I'm, think I wasn't quite old enough. Go I'm ahead. exactly the right age to have been into mm -hmm. the Matrix. It came out when I was like a freshman in high, uh, mm -hmm. sophomore in high school. Mm -hmm. Um. And the thing that I love to remember about The Matrix is that it was set up as a twist that nobody knew going in. They kept a secret. They, and the, the, the commercials for The Matrix mm -hmm. said, what is The Matrix? And the commercial didn't tell you what it was. Mm -hmm. And so I went opening night mm -hmm. with my friends to see The Matrix. And mm -hmm. we found out, we got to find out for the first time while watching the movie what the matrix was and it was really fun because it's i the movie is set up a as a twist you know how much i love a twist but anyways i love a twist more than i know almost you, you anything love a twist more than anything and the I, i'm not going to even say if there is or isn't a twist because you know i don't even like to know if there is a twist i would I, I, it's I think that I think that what you're that's how dedicated yeah, I am it's, to twist. I'm not gonna I don't wanna say to but I mean you are wrong about the book, about what's <laughs> going to happen. And I'm not gonna say anything more about that. And I'm not and it's not because you're I think that you you are responding to the book perhaps the way you're supposed that that he's does that Frank Herbert like wrote the book for you to respond to. He's a, so I'm he wrote the book so that I would be like, Oh my god, you're giving it all away. Fuck this. I'm putting it down. A little bit, yeah. I mean, obviously, you're supposed to know that they're that the Atreides are fucked. You know, that's the whole thing. And also, you the, know who's fucking them. And you know who's fucking them. Yeah, that's part. That's because that's not the story. All right, that's a good teaser. I'll hand it to you. That's a good teaser, and it'll give me a little more motivation to keep going. Okay. All right. Well, good. I'm, I don't have a choice. Really, the podcast is the motivation to keep going. Yeah. But, It'll it'll add another layer of icing on the pie. And with that, I think that is actually a perfect spot to stop for tonight. Unless unless you know not to produce overproduce, but do you have another thing? Do you have anything else? Um, because we're at about the right time. I just say that all the people out there, um, I love you, and um, 
keep your dogs away from people with coronavirus. Apparently, yes. Um, whatever you've heard about dogs not being able to pass coronavirus on apparently is wrong. That's not what people are saying. People have found that dogs can get coronavirus. They have not technically established that they can give coronavirus to people. Ugh. God, just be extra careful, okay? I mean, At I know point, it's so hard. I, we've people. been walking around and people are keeping their dogs off the leash and the dogs are coming up to us. And normally, you want to pet the dog. I'd be so psyched about of this. Course, I'd yeah. be like, I love that you. I let strange dogs lick my face. All the totally all the time. Mm-hmm. But right now, it's really awkward when we like encounter a person with a dog off the leash and the dog comes up to us and I'm like, I don't want you to think that I'm not super psyched to interact with your dog Mm -hmm. under normal circumstances i'd be all about it yeah but now i just feel super awkward because i'm afraid to touch your dog and now i feel like you think i'm an asshole for it yeah uh yeah so that note about dogs is where i would like to end this podcast all right uh (laughs) join us next time for uh uh you say my girlfriend begrudgingly reads Dune. Yeah.